809 now on the Monday edition of Jacksonville's Morning News. But I, I'm going to need help. We're all, we're all in this together. We're all in this together. The call from Mayor uh, Lenny Curry following another senseless death, the weekend shooting of 22-month-old Aiden McClendon. The boy died after being critically injured in a shooting on Spearing Street on the east side Friday night. We saw our community gather, uh, leaders gathered together. We saw a call for doing more in this community. I wanted to bring together two of those leaders from this community together. We're joined now live over the phone by Mayor Lenny Curry and Sheriff Mike Williams, who is joining the conversation as well. Mayor, you made some instant uh, commitments in terms of spending city resources to help Jacksonville Sheriff's Office with overtime. Can you walk us through what sort of instant changes you're able to put in place? Yeah, good morning. Thanks for having me. Um, we uh, What we did last week uh, was we looked at the program, the Jacksonville Journey, that we have currently allocated money, which is a big focus on prevention and intervention. That is to say, you know, how do we make sure that we're in at-risk youth early so we're not having to police our way out of this 10 or 15 years down the road? Uh, we have decided to take $500,000 out of that money and invest it immediately, ask City Council to approve this, invest it immediately uh, in additional overtime hours uh, for the sheriff uh, so he can utilize the resources that he has. Uh, for what's happening in the city right now. We also, over the weekend, uh, went through our financial statements and have identified uh, additional monies in our budget that we can authorize for uh, additional overtime uh, up to a million dollars right now. And uh, my conversations with the sheriff, that's significant in terms of uh, man hours that he can use to flood these hot zones. Sheriff Mike Williams, you're also here, and how does this money get uh, allocated into some of the areas, uh, and is it only just high crime areas where, say, we've seen some of the recent uptick in violence, or is it citywide? Hey, good morning, Rich. Yeah, good morning. It, it, most, most of it will be in, in these areas that are, that are uh, obviously severely impacted by, by violent crime, and, and uh, as the mayor said, good morning, Mayor, by the way. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Sheriff. How you doing? Good, good. The, uh, you know, we'll be able to, to, uh, to add 30,000 man hours to the equation for us, which is, which is huge. I mean, we, we have, you know, forever struggled with, uh, you know, the number of policemen on the street and, and this is a, uh, a way to impact that immediately. So, uh, the mayor's exactly right. You've got to have, you've got to have that long-term investment. The journey does that for us. It's done it for us in the past and, and, and they're committed to making it happen again and, and I'm right there with them. But you've got to have some short-term solutions in place. You've got to have something that can impact, you know, this coming weekend and the following weekend and, and, and this long summer that we're about to have. So uh, all of those things are incredibly important. You've got to look at the entire picture. And, and uh, it, it's, you know, I'm excited that the, that we as a community are, are you know, looking at that entire entire picture right now. Sheriff, you talked about the Jacksonville journey. For those who may uh, be relatively new to the area, this was in 2009, and there seemed to be um, multiple um, cases that kind of led to flashpoints uh, where finally city leaders came together. They put a plan in place. One of them was the senseless killing of Drashana Davis. I mean, you never want to look at a victim of a crime and say this is going to be a, 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 a moment, if you will, but you look at the picture of this sweet 22-month-old and anyone who has a child, I mean, it's just hard heartbreaking to see why are we now having this conversation why are we now putting this sort of effort in place i guess is one of the the first questions that come up to mind you know we we've been we, we've been struggling with this issue for for many years not only do you not want to do it once rich you don't want to do it twice so we went through this in 2006 with trishana davis i mean so i think it's a uh, and, and here we are again you know nine years later doing having the same conversations all over again i think it's i think it's about the community as a whole 
really committing to building something that we can sustain uh, that can really get into the root causes of violence in some of these communities. Um, it's, it's, you know, as I've been saying all weekend, it's not just a law enforcement issue. We obviously are a big part of it, um, but we can't do it by ourselves. And, and right now we've got a mayor that understands that, a council that understands that. We've got community leaders who, uh, my phone has been ringing all weekend, uh, people wanting to help, just tell me where to plug in and I'll be there for you. I mean, so, you know, the, the, the I, you hate to have an event like this, you know, drive this kind of cooperation, but, but we also have to, uh, you know, take advantage of the situation and not let it be in vain. And so five or six years from now, we're not having this same conversation ever again. Mayor, how do you sustain that? I mean, you can only spend so much. And so then how do you sustain the effort that the sheriff's talking about? And I'm sure your phone was probably blowing up over the weekend as well with people offering to help. How do we ensure that it doesn't go away in six months and we forget? Well, that's, it's about priorities. Uh, you know, when we talk about the launch of the Jacksonville Journey in 2006, there was a heavy investment then in the prevention and intervention community-wide effort. There was a heavy investment in making sure that the sheriff's office had the resources that they needed. Uh, and, frankly, elected officials lost sight of that uh, in recent years. Uh, specifically, the previous administration didn't take this seriously. Uh, after I was elected, uh, Mike and I talked. He made it clear to me that he needed more police officers, uh, and we both agreed that we needed a significant investment in the long-term uh, prevention and intervention. So, uh, look, public safety is my top priority. Uh, I will do uh, – m- my budgets will clearly represent uh, what the sheriff needs and what the community needs for a safe city. Mayor, are you angry? I am angry. I am sad. Uh, it, it is it is a roller coaster of emotions. Uh, I mean, it is is to 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 see Aiden's picture. Uh, I look at my own children this weekend, and I, I just I, I, I'm most without words. And Sheriff, I, I'm sure that the detectives have got to keep their emotions in check as they continue to investigate this. Um, and we understand that it, it it has ties to to gangs. But this young boy was was an innocent uh, a person caught in the cross. Uh, fire here um his mom and his grandma innocent we do believe as well can you update us at all i mean are they getting closer to making an arrest in this yeah we 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 have made some headway and we've gotten some cooperation from the uh community which we obviously appreciate very much and and uh, but but we still need more help and and rich i'd like to i'd like to to just mention you know first coast crime stoppers and and uh, i've i've heard a lot this weekend about uh people not wanting to come forward uh, being afraid of you know a police officer coming by their house to to take down the information that they that they may have you know if they have any reference to this case or any of the cases that we're working on, but you know first coast crime stoppers is completely anonymous. When you call that number, it, it rings in a call center in Canada, and and those crime stoppers is a national program, and they will not undermine the integrity of their program to tell even us where that call came from. Uh, or, or who called it, and we don't ask. I mean, we don't want to know who it, uh, who, who it is. We just want the information. So that there, there is a mechanism out there for people to share information with us uh, completely anonymously and, and, and have a reward attached to it as well. So, again, in any of these cases that we're, you know, that we're working with now, if anybody has any information, please, uh, please call Crime Stoppers, 
866-845-TIPS. As of Saturday, the reward was in excess of 20000 I'm sure it probably is going to continue to grow. Uh, hopefully, though, um, not too much more because we find that that one key piece of information comes forward and we can make an arrest before we, we go down the road of a reward exceeding 25000 plus. That means that we've been at it for a while and we still don't have answers. And it's not just the family of Aiden McClendon. I mean, it's other family members. It's the family of music minister Jerry Brown and so many others. 14 homicides, I believe, in just January of 2016. Sheriff, can you point to any one thing and say this is a reason? No, I mean, it's been a rough start for this year. There's no doubt about that. And, and we have, you know, every year we have months like this. Uh, but, but you never want it to be in January, obviously. And, and you never want to have them at all, quite frankly. But, uh, it, you know, it's, just, it's symptomatic of, of all of the issues. It's the, it's the gang issue and the gun issue and the, the, uh, the drug trade that's driving all of this. And, again, it's about investing uh, long-term, uh, like the mayor's talking about with the journey, it's about having some short-term strategies and having success there as well, you know, to protect people this weekend and next weekend. So, I mean, we're we're looking at all of those things. I mean, it's a it, it really is a combination of efforts. Uh, but but the fact that we have everybody on the same page today uh, is something that we really have to take advantage of and and uh, you know help us really tackle this challenge once and for all. Mayor, how far can government go? How far should government go in a situation like this? Well, <clears throat> I believe that the safety of the people are government's top uh, job, uh, both at the federal, state, and local level. So we're, we're all in. And look, I think it's important for the people of Jacksonville to know. <clears throat> Mike and I were sworn in July one. Uh, we've we committed resources immediately to making sure that Jacksonville is a safe city. Uh, but we, it, we're, we're having to ramp up. Uh, I took over fewer police officers on the street when I took over and still today than we had in 2003. Put that into perspective and think about what that means for the men and women that are out there trying to protect us. Uh, they're stretched thin. They're having to work overtime. They're having to work hard. Uh, we, we need to get the force back to where it is, and I'm committed to that. Uh, so what, what we're experiencing right now is, frankly, a gap of where we're investing resources and, and uh, we're having to get people to the academy and continue to get the right number of uh, boots back on the ground. For both of you, how can we accelerate the pace? What can be done to speed up this process so we don't have another month like we just lived through? Well, I think the mayor's done it. I think when you, when you, when you, you, know, you add 30,000 man-hours to the equation, that's going to help, obviously, and and yet, again, you have to have that that sort of uh, or that sort of uh, short-term focus and initiative, you know. Again, to get us through the next couple of months, and and uh, and, and we've got other things that, as the mayor said, Rich, we've been talking about this and working on this through uh, since July one. I mean, so you know, there, there are things that have been in the works since then that you know we're excited to put into play here, and in, in, uh, in hopefully just a couple of months and. Uh, but these things, again, these long-term solutions and these and these things take time to build. And uh, you, you want to take the time and effort to do it right because if you don't, you know, we will be here five, six, seven years uh, from now talking about the same issue all over again, and we don't want to be there. Mayor, in what ways can you accelerate the pace? I mean, you talk about the 500000 that was initially put forward. I understand there's upwards of $2 million that's uh, still unallo- not allocated from Journey. I mean, can you immediately say, let's get this going and get it on the streets so the sheriff and his team can get it out in the community? Yeah, we, look, any, anything that, any resources available to us, I will move on immediately, which is what I did this weekend. We'll continue to do some other things that I've talked have been talking to my administration about. Is uh, when you look at how we interact with neighborhoods and code enforcement, 
what are some of the things that we can do to make sure that we have proper lighting and proper neighborhoods, that uh, if there are houses or areas that are violating code, that it would be an area where, where crime, might, crime might manifest. How can we as a city enforce there? Uh, so those are some of the things that, that we are looking at and, and are prepared to move on in the very short term. Sheriff, do you have a sense of confidence that, uh, in who the gang was that specifically targeted Aiden, excuse me, that, that was targeting that house in which Aiden McClendon was in a car and ultimately was shot dead? Yeah, we've got, again, we've gotten some good some good information from the community and, and uh, you know, we continue to work on it and, and as soon as we can... Uh, <clears throat> as soon as we can act on it, uh, we will, and we'll be we'll be sure to share that information. When uh, we do. Are these new gangs? Is this the the same old group that 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 you're used to running into? I mean, give us a sense of where we stand in tackling the gang issue here. Well, you know, the gang issue here has been been the same for many years. Unfortunately, I mean, you've got you've got a combination of drug crews, so so groups that are operating in the drug trade, and that's their main source of income, and that's how they do business. And then you've got these loosely. Uh, associated neighborhood groups, and uh, now in the in the last several years, we've we've been dealing with uh, groups that are calling themselves entertainment groups, and and uh, you know they do rap videos and and uh, and music o- online, that type of thing. But they also, uh, unfortunately, are involved in in, uh, in a lot of violence in the community. So, and there's a combination of things going on that, that that we're wrestling with and tackling with, and it does change over time. But for us, I think uh, it, it's just a matter of of continuing to build intelligence, continuing to uh, engage with the community, and, uh, and, and having, those, having those contacts in the community and having that information available to us so that we, you know, when we have an incident like this and like, like the many that we've had, unfortunately, this July or this, uh, this January, uh, you know, we, can, uh, we can act on it. So, we're, uh, again, we're working hard every day, and, and as soon as we have some more detailed information, we'll be glad to share it. Do you have enough staff in order to fill all the overtime that's required? I mean, how do you distribute all this to ensure that the guys and gals aren't working crazy hours and that they're getting the breaks that they need? Yeah, we'll manage that. We will. We've got to, you know, through, we'll, we'll share that or we'll spread that around through uh, through our investigative efforts. You know, the gang unit will have, obviously, a piece of that. And investigatively, we are, you know, we're working to set up some, some uh, multidisciplinary teams that will work on these these uh, very specific type issues where you've got gang issues and, and gun crime issues and, and drug issues all tied together. So we'll, we'll, we're going to build some investigative teams that will do that. And then obviously it's about just having, uh, you know, police cars down in neighborhoods. I mean, it's that simple sometimes. So uh, we'll spread that around and, and have all of those things going, and, and we'll obviously manage the, uh, you know, we'll manage the, the time and make sure that we're not, you know, overworking people. And that's a safety issue for us. We've got to make sure that they get, they get plenty of rest and, and uh, obviously they, they have families, too, and, and spend time with their families. So we'll manage all that, and, and I'm confident that, uh, that my staff can do that. Mayor Curry, we heard it said uh, at A. Philip Randolph Park over the weekend on Saturday as all the community leaders were gathered together. This isn't a white or a black thing or, or a north side thing or a west side thing or a south side thing. What can the average person do to really feel like they're helping out in some form or fashion here? I mean, I'm going about my daily life yesterday, and I look around me and I see people, and I, I know the heartbreak now then that this family of Aiden McClendon and so many other families must be going through through and they have resources available to them, say through the Justice Coalition and Mad Dads and other local community organizations. But you know, from all across the metro area, in what ways can people really feel like they're stepping up and doing something to help? Well, I think one of the simple things we've heard before is if you see something, say something. Pick up the phone and and call Crime Stoppers, or call the sheriff's office, uh, uh, make the phone call and, and and report what you see, uh, and uh, get involved. 
you know, the uh, Jacksonville journey, we've got programs, volunteer programs. Where we're always looking for mentors to help out-risk youth, to help folks that are re-entry programs that want to get back into society in a productive way. Um, but, but let me let me say this: we are we are committed to the long investment. Uh, if you are an at-risk youth, and uh, we we're here, we want to help you. We want to give you opportunity and a way forward. If you are an ex-offender and you want to get back into society in a productive way, the city believes in it. We're there. We're there. But to be clear, if you're going to be out on the street, thinking that uh, you can just fire bullets into homes and cars uh, without consequence. Uh, I think what we saw this weekend was not just government awake, but a community awake, a city awake, uh, a, a, a city with mixed with compassion and sadness and anger. Uh, and, and that message is that the, the, the people of this city are coming after you. We're not going to allow this to continue. Sheriff, closing thoughts from you, sir. Yeah, you know, well said. You know, the mayor summed it up very nicely. I mean, we... Uh, we're committed to helping those who want help, but we're also committed to those to stopping them. Uh, we're committed to stopping people who don't want to help, and we're not going to let uh, those people you know, victimize innocent people in our community. Gentlemen, I appreciate you uh, both carving out so much time in your morning to address this really important community issue, and uh, please don't hesitate to reach out in the future and let us know. And, Sheriff, obviously, the moment you all get word of an arrest, please let us know, and we, uh, we'll make sure that we pass it along to everyone in our community. Rich, will do. Thank you for the time. Thank you both. Thanks. Rich, there'll be a prayer vigil tonight at 7 so people can pray from their homes for Aiden, for all the families and victims in our city tonight, if they'd like, at 7 o'clock also. And that's at Bethel Church. Mayor, thank you, Mayor uh, Lenny Curry, and also uh, Sheriff Mike Williams on a special uh, broadcast here on Jacksonville's Morning News. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.